Hey everyone, you're listening to the 2M Creative Labs podcast. This podcast is about improvement in three parts, learn, share, do. We learn from some talented creatives as they share their process and story on the pursuit of their passions. On this episode, we talk about manipulating versus inspiring human behavior, millennial pink wicker baskets, and finding a strong why. If you like episodes like these where we just talk, let us know and we'll keep doing them. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, today we're going to be doing another one of these episodes where we talk about a quote or a source of inspiration that we find to be particularly relevant to somebody who's pursuing a creative life or journey. Why don't you introduce the quote to us? Sure. So it's from a book called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And the quote is, there are two, two ways to influence human behavior. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. What are your thoughts? Um, to me... I think I agree that there, it's interesting because like manipulate is a very negative kind of connotation to it, whereas mm. inspire is a lot more positive, I guess, like, you know, leaders are known to inspire. I would look at it from like the Instagram influencer or sort of like marketing side of things and how a lot of like great marketing often comes from this making you feel like you're missing something. And that you should have that, and by having that, you should, or to have that, you have to go buy something. It's right. like a very consumerist, like you. Like a lack of yeah, mentality. Right? And I think that's sort of a manipulative way of. Sort of. Like creating, like creating human behavior from someone is to direct them and making them feel something that's negative. Um, whereas, and that's a cool thing with like certain influencers on Instagram is that they're very much for they're not dictating or telling you what you should or shouldn't do but instead leading through their actions and just expressing why they're doing something Mm -hmm. and like the context behind their like their behaviors which if you follow closely enough or if you if those values resonate with you you then start to be inspired to act without them actually telling you how you should do something. And it's it's very you can very much like see the differences between like a person that's manipulating or a person that's like inspiring someone is whether they're being very boisterous and telling you like what you should or shouldn't do versus just kind of presenting a concept or a value and letting you decide for yourself if that's something that fits your life. Yeah. So it's kind of like this is what I do you can do it mm-hmm. versus like I use this for my face and my face is awesome. And your Therefore, face, your face awesome. could be awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is your face like this or it could be this, you know, which is kind of coming from a, your face sucks. Mm. It could be my face or like it, could, if you use the products that I use. Right. Right. Or versus like, these are the things I use because or like, I believe in sustainable soaps, so I use this without so much as a thought of your face sucks. Right? Okay. Um, anyway, so like, and I think the difference between like manipulation and inspiration and why like capitalism, and I don't want to get too deep into that, is like such a thing is like the notion of lasting change. If a person is acting, based on a manipulative sort of like influence there's always going to be something else that 
drives the next behavior. It might be another feeling of lack, and that's why we buy so much shit. So is it about genuineness or yeah, genuine uh, authenticity? I suppose so, like in terms of what? Well, how does that fit in? Because if manipulation is like, I use this and it makes my face awesome, therefore it could make your face awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's not coming from a genuine, I actually use this place versus like, I think you said sustainable soaps. Mm. So is it about authenticity? I mean, they might actually use the product, mm. but I think it's just coming from like, they're influencing somebody to buy something by making them feel like they're not enough without the product. But that doesn't necessarily come from within, you know? Like inspiration, being inspired to act kind of comes internally. But when you're, when you're kind of influenced to buy something because somebody told you you suck, some other person's going to come by like two months from now and say you suck and then you're going to want to buy more shit. Or like you buy the product. Oh, so you're talking about the consumer. You're not talking yeah. about the people throwing yeah. those yeah, manipulations yeah, yeah, yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. So, ah. right. Because then you, the person that, you know, was manipulated to buy something, they're going to buy that product. They're going to feel good for like the first 60 seconds and then realize like, it's not really filling any void that I was missing. That person just highlighted my insecurities and used it so that I would buy their shit. Right. Whereas somebody that is kind of just putting out all of this, like, all of their values and why they do certain things and their reasoning for those actions resonates with that the consumer, they start to kind of get motivated to and inspired to do that or something along those lines. And be like outside influences become less like uh strong on them because they're already like they already have something that they believe in well like you and minimalism i suppose so yeah so why are you minimalist i just like the simplicity of not having so much stuff right and so that's what drives your consumer behavior yeah or non-consumer behavior (laughs) exactly like i've never really cared about like oh it's trendy to be minimalist or whatever nowadays yeah or like everybody's spouting like plant-based shit or right um sustainability is trendy um what else is what else is cool plants plants are cool wicker baskets are they I think so. It's a very millennial thing. Well, wicker like baskets pink. are cool. But to me, it's just like, <laughs> that's weird. Wait, the wicker baskets or the consumerism? Pink wicker baskets? No, millennial pink. Oh, millennial pink. Okay. I thought you, I was like, damn, millennial pink wicker baskets. The ultimate hipster item. I might buy it. But, Did I just manipulate you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't feel like I'm enough without without a wicker basket in my home. But I, uh... but that's the thing is like I know why I don't buy things. Like mm-hmm. I or I rather I know why I buy certain things as well. And hearing other people say like this is great, like my life's changed because because of it. My life used to suck, and you don't have this, and you should get it. Like it's never really penetrated my skull. Right. Because I just rather have less things. So is it because people have a lack of a why? Because your reasoning would be... Like, simplicity. I don't want, yeah, yeah, your why is simplicity. Mm-hmm. And I think, 
yeah, I think people sort of lack something that they've uh, like rooted deeply within themselves and people walk through life in like this like mindless days mm-hmm. and when they come across something that like slightly is thought provoking they might start to gravitate towards one thing but without knowing your internal like reasoning you're very easily shifted and manipulated into any direction so manipulate manipulation would imply insecurity i suppose i mean why are you getting manipulated why are you listening to someone mm-hmm. right right and if you have no idea why besides this person told me to there might be an underlying internal problem that you should start digging into and understanding like why you have to follow somebody else's lead when you can you're definitely in control mm-hmm. like you have your own control of your faculties and your decisions and your choices right right and i mean that's the thing is like if you've accepted that oh i like that person's stuff then that's a choice you know and that's a manipulation mm-hmm. but if you have if you take a look at your actions you're like why did i do this and you have no concrete answer other than like because it's what we've always done or because oh my goodness i hate that answer <laughs> right or because like this is what i was told or that person on tv did this and look at them like you are you need to start kind of rethinking and understanding your reasoning because that might be somebody else's reasoning that you just followed right well there's something in the book so they have this little chart where it's just three circles inside each other and it's like the center circle is your what mm-hmm. middle circle is your how and the outside circle is your why and that's i mean the book is called start with why mm-hmm. and so you're supposed to work yourself in and so i think that pertains because it's instead of people thinking first about their why they're more mostly thinking about the what and then because the products or whatever information around them is is the how i suppose mm-hmm. And it's, it's easy to absorb without thinking first about your why. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, try and wrap a concrete example into this? Say, like, wicker baskets and look at it from a, <laughs> from a going inward and going outward from starting with what or starting with why. I'm actually just kind of curious if we can put a concrete example of this. Well, okay. So, like, if we're starting with why... Mm-hmm. Sure. So, like, I I feel more productive when things are clean, which is why I keep everything very clean and tidy. Mm-hmm. And part of that involves things that are matching. And so, like, it's like most of the things I have are white or black. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of variety. So, like, let's say that I was, I was someone who just wanted wicker things to match around. That would be a why. Mm-hmm. So this is a weird example. Um... <laughs> But that would be a why. Mm-hmm. And then the how is like, okay, well, this person has a basket, a wicker basket. And then the what is the basket. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I were to do it the opposite version, it's like, okay, wicker baskets are cool. Millennials have them. I'm a millennial. This person's a millennial. They have one for me to buy. Therefore, I'm going to buy it. I've completely avoided the why. It's just, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's how trends start. 
that's probably how trends turn. And if you're if your thought process on buying things or doing things is sound just like that, you know, but you know, replace the wicker basket with whatever <laughs> whatever it is you're up to. You know, start to kind of work backwards, I think, would be a good step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But we completely went um, outside of the whole notion of manipulating or inspiring. Um, what are your thoughts on the quote? Right. So I think we covered manipulate a lot versus mm-hmm. inspiring. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to talk about leaders or like management and that kind of style and what that applies or how that applies. Sorry. Um so instead of being management or leaders that micromanage people, you can inspire your employees. And I think that's what you should be doing is giving your employees the support and resources to achieve whatever it is your goals are as the company. Um, micromanaging comes more from a what perspective. Like I need you to get these 12 tasks done and I'm going to watch you do these 12 tasks versus this is why the company operates, why we've started the company and inspiring the person with like the purpose that you have and being purpose driven, right? Rather than, rather than the opposite, which is just like, get it done because it's your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that would be the difference there. Um, the other thing I was thinking about was, was branding. So you were talking about like Instagram influencers and that kind of thing. Um, I follow a lot of food blogs or not blogs, but Instagram pages and YouTube channels and whatnot. And a lot of, there's a variety, right? There's people who are selling things and it's kind of like, okay, there's so many links here to click. And I can't imagine that this one person uses so many things. And then so there's a lack of trust there. And so I would say, actually, I think it was in the book. Mm -hmm. It was in the same book and it was about how transactions, no, sorry. Manipulations lead to transactions, not loyalty. And so the food pages or like photographers that I follow very like day to day are the ones who don't do that. And the ones who have a very clear why and a clear um, purpose, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I think you also talked about plant-based and what a, a lot of them that I follow are plant-based. And one of them, she's really good at just like her day-to-day cooking and everything she does is like based around this idea and her personality. And the branding has to do with her as a person more so than like cramming this idea of plant-based at people, which I really appreciate because that's more of like, holistic view Mm -hmm. of how to live or how she lives and she's not pushy about it and it's just I mostly follow that for like well first of all content because the content's awesome but secondly because I don't have any sense of her being inauthentic Mm -hmm. like she's genuinely that way I would assume yeah so yeah do you find that somebody's level of authenticity kind of correlates to how more likely they are to inspire someone? I would say so, because it's more believable. It's more relatable. Because also, like, when we started the 2M page, we had someone say that we should start projecting more, like, imperfections. And so we started writing more, 
uh, copy that has to do with like our day-to-day stuff. We include more process photos and it has to do with more of the struggle of stuff rather than like do these things and inspirational, practical, tangible advice. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your question? Sorry. Like, do you find that the authenticity is more likely to inspire and to... Right. So I think it's easier to relate to. And if it's easier to relate to, then I think it's easier to internalize and then therefore externalize, Mm -hmm. you know, which is, which is that circle again. It starts with your why, because you've internalized a value and then you externalize it by figuring out how you can, how you can externalize it. And then your, what is just the outcomes of your why. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense for sure. And I, yeah, now like the the way you've worded the whole being more, I guess, expressive in the the more authentic parts of you, I suppose. Right. Like the not so perfect or just being holistic. Yeah, it, it like sure it is more believable, so that people can look at it and be like, "There's no way he's like that," or "There's no way it's that's what they're doing." But when they see the full picture, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like. Mm-hmm. he wasn't kidding you kind of then start to realize as the consumer as the audience you're like i am in that kind of scenario as well right and i could be doing that in some regard well one other point that the book made was um out of a realm of something right mm-hmm. like let's say it's products only one person can be the cheapest Meaning everyone else has to have a unique selling point or have a very strong, like, brand behind it. And I hear a lot of that from photographers and videographers or, like, people who aren't even creative and just talk about YouTube channels. And they'll say, oh, it's that guy who works on cars. Which is a what. Mm -hmm. It's not a why. And then they baffle for a few seconds or a few minutes about... Why on earth does this person who fixes cars have so much following when other people have the same what? Like other people are fixing cars. Mm -hmm. And then they talk about quality of video and all these things and blah, 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 like the hows. But really in the end, what it is is a why. And this person has like merch or they they have a specific personality and then they've, they've even branched out from fixing cars to like, okay, this is just me on my daily jog Hmm. you know but people still watch that and like you would assume from a very general perspective okay this person who's fixing cars has a youtube channel with millions of people because he fixes cars yeah why is he sending us videos of people jogging yet millions of people are watching it Mm -hmm. it's because of brand and because of a why so we follow because of the personality and because of them as a person Mm -hmm. uh them as an idea or concept that's weird to refer to people as an idea concept, but it's just like, yeah, if yeah. you were to distill it down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the scenario, so back to like, you know, lots of photographers, lots of creatives, focusing on the what and the how. Mm-hmm. If you, is it possible to have a, the same why as another person? And how would yeah. you then differentiate yourself in that regard? Well, let me ask you a question then. Mm-hmm. We both run 2M. Right. So assuming that we have the same why, but are we different? Yes. Why? How? It's the way we do things and what we do. Right. But in a sense of like, say, photographer A and photographer B, say, 
I want to tell stories and emo- capture emotion as your why. Mm-hmm. And you do that through photography. And like, how do you, is this why we end up in a competing sense of price and not really like a strong understanding of brand and why you're doing photography? Yeah, I feel like if you're competing, you're probably not having a sense, strong sense of clarity in your brand. Mm-hmm. Um because you can have a why and have it be the same as other people's, but because you're like a unique person, you you would have a perception, like you would perceive things differently. Mm-hmm. You would tell stories differently. Like even even when we've come from photo shoots and I ask you questions, like did this seem weird to you? And you're mm-hmm. like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I was over perceiving something, like right. overwhelmed with something that wasn't didn't mm-hmm. need to be overwhelmed about. That was not grammar. sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's even for me it's like i don't know if personally like if i'm having a strong enough why Mm -hmm. within my own kind of creative right Uh and it's why i kind of fall into the position of like now i feel like i'm competing with everybody else because i'm not being as individual as perhaps you could think about it as documentation then Mm -hmm. versus Um, creation of stuff (laughs) Um, because if you're talking about storytelling you're talking really about documentation which it comes down to perceptions and like how you think and how you go about stuff is part of your brand and that's why when you come up with personal brands specifically like company brands are a different thing but personal brands and you have to distinguish those very carefully because your company is not you you are not your company they're very different. Even if it's your blogging platform, you are not your company. However, if it's like a personal page where you're creating like um, art or photos, videos that have to do with your stuff, that's different. Mm-hmm. That then you have to like in, introspect a little gotcha. and figure out what your why is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You have any other thoughts for this one? I don't have any other questions for you. No, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so basically, I think in kind of summary, like, in order to not, like, for a, for the audience, I suppose, like, anybody that's listening to people or following influencers or whatever, like, kind of understand your own why. Mm-hmm. Lest you get manipulated into doing things like buying wicker baskets. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're somebody that, that possesses an influence over an audience, you know, consider how you're speaking to them right because right well and like constructive relationships mm-hmm. right if you're inspiring people then you have a long-term loyalty you're building a type of relationship that will last a longer time versus just the single moment where you've manipulated someone into doing one thing mm-hmm. awesome good mm-hmm. sweet um if you like this episode let us know on twitter send us your thoughts if you have any arguments or questions that you want us to kind of delve in some more if you want to join the discussion you know we're on twitter and uh, yeah we'll see you in the next one hey bye